Hey there, thanks for joining me this week. My name is Tim, and just like you, I'm on a journey to discover more about God's love, his creation, and my identity. I don't have all the answers, but I've got a lot of questions, and I've got a feeling that you do too. So, let's explore together. Welcome to The Sanctum. Thanks for listening to The Sanctum Podcast. You could be listening to anyone else, John Crowder, John MacArthur, or that new Missy Elliott, but you are listening to me, and I appreciate it. So this week, I want to talk to you about the difference between religion and spirituality. So I asked my Facebook friends for their opinion on the difference, and I got a lot of comments. So if you are listening, I really appreciate you. I'm actually going to read some of the comments and summarize what I learned from those conversations and then give you my personal take on the difference and, of course, let you make your own decision. Let's start with the definition of religion and spirituality. So I asked Holy Google what the definitions were. Religion is defined as the belief in and worship of a supernatural controlling power, especially a personal god or gods, a particular system of faith and worship. Spirituality is defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. These are definitions. However, we all know that people have different feelings about words. So, the dictionary may say one thing, but our feelings, which are totally valid, may say something different. So, I want to do my best to explain the meaning behind the words, and I'm going to use my friend's comments to portray those feelings. Here's my first comment defining religion. Religion speaks to the whole belief system or organization. Religion is seen to be a set of customs and traditions that identify someone's belief. So, generally speaking, you can identify someone's religion by their external practices. For example, where do they worship? Do they go to church, mosque, temple, synagogue? What do they wear can also signify their religion. A yarmulke, a turban, hijab. What people eat is another sign. Those are all external traditions. Those who both share and do not share your faith can distinguish your faith by those outward practices. On the other hand, a couple of my friends have described spirituality as dealing with inner self and emotions and your character without the codification of specific beliefs. Generally speaking, my friends describe spirituality as an individual pursuit. Your beliefs are not classified under one umbrella. And as another friend put it, you may not know exactly what you believe in, but realize that you are somehow connected to a higher purpose or a power. Those who describe themselves as spiritual seem to be more focused on their personalized expression of faith. Those are the basic definitions of religion and spirituality. Religion is the corporate practice of shared traditions, while spirituality is a personal pursuit of the divine. What I've noticed is that more and more of my friends are describing themselves as spiritual, and that's not just in my circle. This is a cultural phenomenon in America. If you're interested in statistics, I share a link uh, to an article by the Pew Research Center in the notes of this episode. Uh, You can find the notes uh, and discussion questions at SyncdomPodcast.com. I believe more and more Christians are describing themselves as spiritual for two main reasons. One, religion has a negative connotation. Two, they are feeling more fulfilled outside of quote-unquote organized religion. So let's talk about the negative connotations of religion. Like my atheist friend said, there are many people who view religion as controlling, closed-minded, and hate-filled. And you know what? 
Even though I am a Christian, I can understand his point of view. People have done some terrible things in the name of God, and I will not excuse that. However, I will say that religion has done a lot of good in the world as well. For example, the Catholic Church, for all of its problems, gives more money to help those in need than some countries' entire GDP. The fight against institutionalized slavery in America and England specifically were led by people of faith. When you look at the battle for women's suffrage, modern sex trafficking, and poverty, these are all hotly championed by the faith community. But like every culture, religion, or nation, there's a complicated history there because at the end of the day, we are all human. I've met believers that have told me that they don't want to be known as a Christian because of the labels that come with it. For example, to some people, the idea of Christian is a Bible-thumping, gun-toting, right-wing conservative who hates gays and vaginas. And no one in their right mind wants to own that label, especially in today's social media call-out culture. So describing oneself as spiritual and not religious helps avoid those nasty labels. Second, Christians are describing themselves as spiritual because they are finding meaning and fulfillment outside of organized practice. Uh, They like meditating, yoga, nature, crystals, looking and finding the best in the world around them. So they don't like the labels. Also, they're finding answers to spiritual questions that they've had because the church has said that asking certain questions and having certain experiences are bad. There are a few things that can frustrate a spiritual walk more than having unanswered questions because they feel doubt. If you remember from my first episode, that is actually one of the reasons I started this podcast to hopefully encourage you to ask questions because I really do believe that a sincere question will lead to honest answers. And I believe they will drive you to the truth, who is Jesus Christ. When I began this podcast, I started listening to and reading materials by believers who would be considered on the fringe of Christianity. Something that they have in common is that they were involved in a church, had an experience or had a question that their leadership couldn't help them process. Or worse, they were just asked to leave, which thrust them into the search for something outside of organized religion. There is a belief here that they have grown beyond the teaching of the church at a Sunday morning just doesn't satisfy their spiritual curiosity anymore. I'm convinced that if the church does not find a better way to mentor those people, that they will find an online guru who will. Now, let's talk about the difference between religion and spirituality from a Christian worldview, and then I'll give you my own personal uh, take on the subject. Another one of my friends wrote, Religion is human effort to please God by following rules and rituals, while Christianity is God reaching out to humanity to provide a way to salvation. Something that makes Christianity unique is the acknowledgement that you cannot save yourself. There is nothing that you can do. There is no secret prayer. There is no secret book. There is no higher level of consciousness that you can attain that will bring you any closer to God than you already are right now. The good news is that you don't, well, actually, the good news is that you can't save yourself and you don't have to. Jesus did it all so that we can be adopted into the family of God. This reality not only turned religion on its head, but it also turned our understanding of spirituality on its head as well. Even as spiritualists outside of organized religion, 
there are rituals that are done in order to increase one's consciousness or oneness with the universe. More than likely, if you are spiritual, you have read a book that has impacted your life, met with people who share your interest, or found a teacher, um, whether in person or through social media, that speaks to you and encourages you in your walk. And I hate to break it to you, but that's organization. (laughs) Maybe we're all a little more religious than we really think. In the Gospels, when Jesus performed a miracle, there were religious elites that would tell him he couldn't do that. For example, in John chapter 5, Jesus heals a paralyzed man on the Sabbath day, which was against the law. To the Pharisees, uh, those who were the religious elites, so these are your your priests, uh, your scribes, uh, your religious leaders. Um, To the Pharisees, performing miracles on the Sabbath day was a form of work and thus forbidden because the day was supposed to be aside for rest. So there were a lot of silly rules back then, and we still have some now. So Jesus' miracle was so offensive that the Pharisees actually wanted to kill him. I see a lot of parallels in the world today. Religion tries to kill what the Spirit gives life to. Jesus pointed out the error of their religious mindsets over and over again. I'll try to bring a little bit more context to this because I think it's important. So to become a Pharisee, you had to be chosen at a young age to essentially be granted access to a school. In the school, you would be taught the laws and traditions of your particular sect. There were several sects. The most popular uh, in the Gospels were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Your mind was developed and influenced by your environment, and and you were discipled by a rabbi for years until you were wise enough to take on your own disciples and perpetuate the process. So the traditions and the mindset of the religious were perpetual, stretching back for generations. This is what Jesus came to disrupt. So as we read in John 5.39, we can understand what Jesus was saying Jesus says, you pour over the scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them. So you pour over the scriptures, you use your practices, you use your dogmas, your religion, and yet they all testify of me. Somewhere along the line of the generations, the religious elite lost focus on Jesus. When you look at the older denominations of the Christian faith, Orthodox, Catholicism, Anglicanism, Each service has a very specific ritual. However, every part of the service has a significant spiritual meaning. The problem is that most people don't know what it is. Spirituality becomes religion when we lose the meaning behind the ritual. That's exactly what happened to the Pharisees. They had religion. They had dogmas that were supposed to point them to God and the Messiah specifically But they got so wrapped up in their rituals that they totally forgot what they pointed to. The Pharisees, with all their legalism, scripture reading, fasting, and prayer, totally missed the person that they were waiting for. Jesus, who was standing in front of them, and then who they decided to kill. When you lose the heart behind the ritual, spirituality becomes religion. So is there a place for religion? I think yes. I describe myself as both religious and spiritual. Let me tell you a story to illustrate. 
When I was a young boy, my family had a rose bush that grew on the side of the house. The rose bush was supported by a trellis. Every year, the roses would bloom and we'd clip some to bring to the house where our home would smell of roses. When my dad was in the army, he was stationed in another state and we had to rent out the home for a couple of years. Um, when we came back, the tenants had destroyed the, chellis, the trellis. The rose bush tried to bloom the next year, but without its wooden structure, it just floundered on the ground. It was growing sideways and getting twisted in the vines. And it was growing, you know, uh, sideways instead of upward. And eventually, the whole bush died. The trellis, that simple wooden frame, helped the flowers grow upward toward the sun and thrive. The rose bush represents my spirituality. The trellis represents the framework of my religion. There are things that I do religiously that support my spiritual life. I go to church on Sundays, I volunteer, I read my Bible regularly, I pray daily. At the same time, I recognize that I am a spiritual being. This life is not all there is, and once I die, I will live eternally in Christ Jesus. Without the structure of my religion, I become like that dying rosebush, a spiritual being who never reaches the sun who is my source of life. I am both. I am a spiritual being who is growing in the revelation of Christ through the discipline of my faith. I'll leave you with one more comment from a friend. She says, I think that spiritual is more of an emotional level of believing in God. And I think religion is more of a full force love and knowing of God. It's the wanting to go to church every week and reading the Bible regularly. So I wouldn't say that spiritual or religion is more committed or not committed because both are committing to an understanding of something bigger than themselves. So what are you? Thanks so much for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed the message and were encouraged to believe a little more. Feel free to check out my website, sanctumpodcast.com, for show notes, resources, and reviews. I also love hearing from listeners, so if you have a question or an idea for a show, don't forget to say hey. I'll see you in two weeks for another episode of Sanctum Podcast. Until then, be blessed.